Welcome to Los T. Oh, is it? Los T. Uh, my name is T-Rex. Who are you? I am Lucky Stiff. How are you? I'm great. It's a brisk day. Indeed. Uh, I stayed in um, all day. I've just been stoning a lot. You know, that's my new storyline. Same. Yeah. Slept in. Yeah, I slept in and found out I wasn't supposed to, so that was a fun day for me. Why are you? Apparently, I was supposed to be at work two hours earlier than I was, and I was like, the worst feeling. So bad, and I just went, okay, can't freak out about this, and then I proceeded to freak out about that. So that was (laughs) great. Yeah. Um, What are you gonna do? Yeah, I've just been lazy. We got a show tonight, and yeah, plot twist. Are Uh, you performing tonight? I'm hosting. Oh shit! You have to get in drag tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we're wow. actually doing a uh, photo shoot after this. So yeah, look we forward to that. Literally case. Oh, for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. As Season soon as we finish three this, is yeah. coming. Yeah. As soon as we finish this, we're doing that, and then I have plot twist. You should People hate listening to you. Wait till they see what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are joined uh, for the second time by uh, w- nope with nope by joined by yes. Who's Tur- that disembodied voice on the radio? Toby Martellini. Woo! I think I'm the first time double guest. No, you're not. <laughs> we've had Lucy on this bitch like four times. No, we've had Teneroni a couple times. Three, but yeah. whether you want her or not. Yeah. Well, we've had, um, I would say of like the big names that like are just coming in town, I think it's Jasmine has been here, what, twice, three mm-hmm. times? Yeah. Gifty of the year. Gifty of the year. Oh, yeah. Did you see the fucking video I love of the video. her so pure herself? Yeah. Oh, my God. She's so, I've watched I mean, it so many times. She's such an old soul that it's funny because she in no way suspected that to be technology right. or like a gag. So when it's, it was like a movement and she was like gagged. I love the ebbs and flows of her career where like <laughs> she'll say something to like piss people off and people will be like, that was rude. Fuck her. And then they'll go back fully into we love Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Like she will go into like posting her hate mail and then to posting like all of her fans. And I feel like it's a wild ride. People will like you know turn their back on her immediately. and then they, yeah and then they love like she it's truly makeup people though she has the most peaks and valleys like of any rue girl honestly yeah I think that's true but it's right? because she's like that auntie that you're like oh man yeah like, she did that thing you but can't then you're like say but that. I love her yeah but she's pure I know it's, I just did that video with Manny MUA and I was like yeah I'll come over are you canceled right now I mean like <laughs> but then I've been canceled and everybody I respect has been canceled at some point so now I'm just like. Now it's just a joke to me. Yeah. When people like, you like Jasmine one second until she does something. I'm like, you're a bandwagoner then. Well, yeah. It weirds me out that like straight people who don't know what drag might be like, and I oop. Yeah. Like you don't even know what you're talking we about. We had her here and I asked her if she knew what Visco girls were. <laughs> and she is like a cornerstone of Visco girl culture. And she's like, is it like those, there's like a couple girls. I was like, no, it's like an entire mm-hmm. thing. And you're like the face of. And she like, was like, oh, cool. It's like, okay, cool, Sweet. cool, cool. She's so checked out on that stuff. Yeah. That's what makes her so likable. I did a video with her once and I asked her to come over and, and read a few lines and she just said whatever she wanted. <laughs> and but it was still good. She just came over really high and in between yeah. blunts. Yeah. Always. And she That's like right. just kinda did her own words and yeah. fucked the script. But she was still funny, so who cares? She's a bad fan. People like her, Tammy Brown, like you kinda do yourself a disservice <laughs> if you try to write for them. Yeah, that just makes like sense. Let them go. They're yeah. gonna come up with something better than you can come up with. Yeah. Um all right, you ready mm-hmm. to jump in? Yes. Talk to me. Um, before we start, um, what has changed since last time you were here? You just released Moving Parts. Oh, yeah. My movie came out. Moving. Yeah. I feel like this is like my 10th project called Moving Parts. But because <laughs> <laughs> this is a documentary about my tour Moving Parts from 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so originally we we're going to call it Trixie Mattel 6 Foot 2. That was the original <laughs> like name of it. But, um, but then it ended up having more of a somber tone because of all the drama at the time. Yeah, I watched it. Did you watch it? It was, yes, I bought it on Amazon and I'm in it. 
But thank you for my full Willem moment. You're like my Lady Gaga. Like, this is my Star is Born. I had my I, my breakout three. You uh, just good at it. Thanks, Dubo. You did. Um, okay. I, I cried watching it, and I cried during it, and uh, it was like a fucking wild ride. Like, it was the depths. I mean, I don't think anyone expected it to go as dark as it goes. Neither did we. I mean, yeah. of course, like people at home, everybody's referring to like, there's right in the beginning of the movie, they bring the cameras to set to get like, they just brought the cameras to get like fun B footage of us. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was not fun. And it was C to D footage. I mean, it yeah. was, it got dark fast. Um, but so that I mean, was like from the jump. That happened probably two weeks into filming. Wow. And then they filmed for nine months. So that sort of like became such a thing. Yeah. It happened right in the beginning. And then the butterfly effect of that, because it affects so many other avenues, mm-hmm. right. you know. But then there's so many extreme high points in the movie, like that part with shooting um, Sugar Pills cosmetics ad, the part where I won Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Plus, some of those parts when I watch it, I've only seen it a couple times because it's a little too intimate for me to watch. But uh, oh, I'm sure it's jarring yeah. to look at yourself go through painful moments. Yeah. yeah, in San Francisco, I like sat in the back of the theater in drag and got wine drunk and like alone and watched like a thousand people react to it. Yeah, that was more like, what do people feel during mm-hmm. these parts? You know, it was like the Katya parts. You can see people like grabbing each other, like, yeah. like, yeah. And, but then there was when she messaged you that really painful part. I I, I wasn't even expecting that because I don't think I even knew. I was just like, whoa, this is yeah. There's definitely parts dark. where I wish we weren't making a movie. Yeah, because yeah. when stuff like that hits you in real life, you're like, the last thing you want is a camera. Right. But also, I respect their process, so I never asked them to leave. We yeah. probably cut a whole version of that movie with me butt-ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this stuff with Katya, I mean, they cut things that were worse. Had, has she watched it? Yes. We watched it in the first cut of it because before we could really proceed, I needed her, like, yeah, to know. Yeah. And not approve, but let's just say, like, it's sort of like letting somebody be the first to know. Because these filmmakers have sunk, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars into making this movie. Right. So it was more like, can we tell this in a way that's balanced and doesn't make anybody look like the devil? Or do permanent, permanent damage. Right. Right. Because it does have an uptick at the end where you see everything kind of tied up in a bow, you know? Totally. Because also with gay people and trans people and people like, if we're this many times more likely to suffer from substance or mental illness, not talking about it is part of the problem. Absolutely. And I'm not trying to help anybody, but I also wouldn't feel right with, imagine, imagine that movie if I cut out everything bad that happened right what is you know that's not realistic yeah <laughs> so but the movie did really well it was the number one documentary for like a week nice. and then little peep which i guess is the rapper who died <laughs> yeah yeah still this went up to number one so congrats little peep rip rip peep <laughs> i don't know who she is <laughs> it's a guy oh yeah he he yeah I think he died of. I used to some... put peeps in the microwave. Hope you didn't try that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, what else? Oh, uh, how is makeup doing? It's great. We just launched great. our Black Friday blush palette. Yes. Summer of Love, perfect product to come out in November. Right. It's eye safe, right? It's I saw that it was eye safe. Yeah. It's vegan. It sold so well. And you know, I I'm gonna wear it tonight. Day. I have it on me. Nice. It's great. Yeah. And if you're that, it's great. It's great. And I um, I pay for everything myself. So like. Black Friday night, it was like 2 a.m. No, it was like 9 p.m. because it was midnight on the East Coast. And I'm in my house in a bathrobe, like watching the orders on Shopify being like, I have like my mental number of how many we need to sell to at least make the money back. Right. And we like made it and I was like, oh, thank God. Mm. So I feel like so much money to make. I, you're so invested in your 
stuff, which I feel like it's a weird thing to say because a lot of people just aren't. Like, a lot of people would just let that launch and be like, tell me in a week how we did. Like, I feel like we're in the same way where it's like, I want to know every little tiny detail of how we did, how I can do better next time. Like, yes. that's why you're going to boost. The week after Black Friday, I spent three days at the warehouse supervising shipping. Ugh. So I was there, me, my human body yeah. took time off writing the album and all that to go, like, be with the people shipping and... Yeah. Just, like, take the garbage out and, like, do things. Because I, I don't even know how to fulfill orders. But I'm like, okay, I can take garbage out. I can get food. Yeah. That's what I can do. And at least, like, if these people are sending out thousands and thousands of orders, at least I can be here to, like, show them that I care. That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> how big is your team? Small. We could fit an Uber. Mm. But, like, for big launches like that, we get temporary workers to just do, like, shipping for the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we have major launches. Nice. But the palette did really well. I mean, I love blushes. I mean, if I could... If I could do this company the way I wanted, like in my dreams, we would have cream blushes, liquid blushes, yeah. powder blushes, uh, just like, I just love blush. And this is my first blush product and I like died for it. So I want to make so many more. What I do you love blush. What else do you have coming down the pipeline? Anything? Oh, well, I think we've talked about Katya and I have a red lipstick coming out. That's nice. in production right now. We're ready to shoot the ads. And I think we're talking about the kind of ads we want to do. We want to shoot it on VHS and do like a oh. late night '90s Russian like call girl TV ad, <laughs> like call in hot girls standing by. Um, like she'll do it in Russian. Have you seen uh, Bunny's like original VHS tapes or DVDs from like the early 2000s? It's like rated X. Hers. Oh, it, rated it, X for. Yeah. Yes. And then she, it's just her laying on a bed with like a dog, I think. And she's just like narrating and she just shows different clips of her at like Wigstock and stuff. But it's super like grainy, but like it was from that period. Yeah. And one of her like first opening jokes is that this is the end of the DVD. I already got your money. Bye. And she like acts like it's a one minute long DVD. Yeah. And then she's like, high quality audio, audio, audio. And it skips sometimes. It's like yeah. the dumbest jokes. So you're going to do shit like that? No, we really want to sell it like her on a bed with smoke, like a pure romance commercial. Okay. Yes. Like her smoking and like with big red lips talking to a phone. Mm-hmm. Like pornographic, like <laughs> TV ad. Oh, Jesus. Um, the ones that used to play late night on like VH1 or like E. Yeah, like, so we want to call really to be her. in your area. Yeah, her in lingerie being like, calm down. You know, I think yeah. that's fun. Call me now for your free reading. <laughs> we have so many new lip colors oh. coming out. We're currently reformulating Stacy to be vegan. And oh, that's wow. a whole process because nice. I love the first formula, but it was beeswax based and some people can't wear it. Mm. So we're reformulating it, which is a whole process because it has to it has to be at least as good as the first formula. So we're like three trials in. But you know, I love the first one so much. I'll, I'll wear it around my house with no other makeup on and check it every few hours. <laughs> if it's not right, then it's just like, well, we just try again. Yeah. But it's hard when you're working with... I mean, I've learned so much. Working with different chemicals and different colors and different fillers and bases, and they all react differently to different heats. And they all, um, when you're reformulating, trying to make things, you 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 basically try to pick something that will substitute the the animal-based product. Yeah. But not every it's like um, if it's not animal-based, it might be synthetic, which means it doesn't heat the same. So then when you pour it, it doesn't stand there. Like. There's a lot of um, making vegan makeup is like like you gotta give it to people yeah. like Amy mm-hmm. or um, Sugar Pill, yeah. Sugar Pill, Manic Panic, who are doing it yeah. before anybody else, and they're yeah. just doing yeah. it for fun, yeah, because they wanted to. And now, if you don't do you know seventy five colors of vegan foundation right off the bat, you are a canceled racist who needs to go to hell. <laughs> so like, makeup is making makeup is scary because people are very critical. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Every product, you're just like, I mean, independent makeup companies, you're one bad launch away from being like, yeah, you're true. done. Yeah. I mean, because you have to pay for an entire round to go through to just get a sample, right? Yeah. Like, and we're talking, if you're a brand new company like me, of course, for like L'Oreal or Jeffree Star, for them, 10,000 units is, is like nothing. Yeah. No. But like, you know, for a small company, it's like, let's hope people like this. Yeah. And let's hope when they get it, they like it and tell someone. Yeah. Or don't return it. You know, like, it has to be a good product. But with the blush palette, I like, I knew it was going to be a hit because I was obsessed with it. Yeah. Ugh. It also has to be so tight. much work. <laughs> so much. So like, you're much a fucking work. chemist. Like, you're just hoping that people like, like, there's just so many balls in the air. We just had our first, we just hired our first full-time employee, though. Oh, Because nice. I'm going on tour for, for, for Grown Up. Yeah. So I have to have somebody be like the person mm. because I've been at home all year. Mm-hmm. So I need somebody to do things like go to the lab and stuff like that. And also, it's another business. So there's so many boring things you have to do. Yeah. Reporting your taxes to the government. It's like, oh. Yeah. Clarify Everything bullshit. you hate about retail job except it's all your responsibility. Yes. And, and there's no one there to teach you how to do it. Great. Yeah. You can't just quit and go, fuck this place. I'm going to go work somewhere else in the mall. Like yeah. You're, you're like, oh, I'm actually fucked if I don't do this shit. Yeah. yeah. So fun. But if you like it, it's actually fun. It's very (laughs) exciting. And when, like, the day the blush palettes were delivered, it was me and my assistant, like, thrilled. (laughs) And the temporary workers were like, why why is this such a big deal to you? And we're like, we've been working on this for a year. Yeah. But I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, shall we jump in, actually, this time? Yes, let's do it. All right, here. uh, You want to go first? Sure. Alejandra from Mexico City. There's a Periscope video where Trixie doesn't want to give some <laughs> chips from Chipotle to T-Rex. Now that Trixie is rich, can she finally share T-Rex some of her chips? Do you remember this? <laughs> was it at the... We were drunk as shit in Milwaukee, and it was like me, you, Rachel, and Kim, and everyone went to Chipotle, and I didn't order anything, and then the food came, and I was just, I'm like, wasted, begging for food from everyone. <laughs> I don't remember this, but I... All those Periscopes are now YouTube videos, which is weird. Like, there's one of, like, Katya licking my nipple at a 7-Eleven. <laughs> I've seen donuts. Do you remember this? No. Oh my god. They're I'm all out YouTube because I never, I'm it's... never sober. Being like, let's go on Periscope. Right. Like Periscope also got popular right when I did Drag Race. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a blur anyway. Um, Periscope. Periscope got scooped because yeah. Periscope was a really smart idea, but then everyone scooped. I mean, yeah. everyone just created yeah. a live feature. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll do. I that. love doing lives. What oh, I yeah. do is I always do like Friday. I'm doing a concert at my house, and I get in drag. Play songs and talk to them, and then like do like a thirty minute thing, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like shit like that. Do you do it when you have to promote something big, or you're just like, I feel like I need to connect with people? Not, I don't need to connect with people. <laughs> It'll be for like, um, like the other day I did one because I wanted to talk about my tour and I wanted to show people like we want to see you using the blush palettes. It's like great, oh. we'll be live, we'll put it on. Yeah, but. All right. You're never going to get any chips is the answer to this question. <laughs> no. JF from Chicago said, Trixie, what do you miss the most about living in the Midwest? Oh, everything. I don't, don't, and don't, I don't want to be funny. I even like the plane landed today and I felt the cold air and I was like, oh. yeah, <laughs> there's something very like, I don't know, like invigorating in the, in like a day where it's not balls cold, but like the sun is out and there's a little chill. Mm-hmm. There's something kind of good about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wakes you up. Yeah. yeah it wakes you up. Um, it's great for a hangover. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that gets you right together, that cold air. For sure. Yeah. Um, the people, the guys, the guys are really hot here. There's a reason why people on either coast think that guys in the Midwest are hot. Because mm. they are hot. Yeah. And everyone here acts like they're not because you've all fucked each other. 
<laughs> well, that's true, yeah. Because gay guys, we don't even want someone hot. We just want someone new. Uh, if yeah. you're a five, go to some town and turn on Grinder where no one knows you. You get to fuck the tens. Right. Because they don't you're even want a ten. They just want a new five. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Seriously. It's like this fast is like fashion. deeply comforting somehow. No, it's very true. They just want to go to Aldo and get a shoe that will last them six weeks. They don't need like a, a loafer for years to come. Yeah. That's why I love even going to Milwaukee. I'm like, hey, I'm fresh meat. Like, sure. Yeah. yeah. Something new on Grinder. Great. And Milwaukee's Something a new. college town. When I go home now, yeah. they're boys. I moved four years ago. So um, now everybody is, it's all new gays. Yeah. So I was just there and I did a meet and greet. The fact that I could do a meet and greet in my own hometown, mm-hmm. at, my, at my home bar. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is definitely like people have moved. Yeah. Because the few gays who knew me were there were like, why are people lined up to meet you? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, My own friends are like, $40 to see your show at the Turner Hall. Bitch, we, you showed them the wig thing? Yeah, no, we get it. <laughs> we used to see you for free. Like, we're not going to pay $35 to see you. Thank you. Yeah. Somebody auditioned for a play I'm directing yesterday with one of your songs. And I was like... Really? Yeah. Walked in and was like, this is by Trixie Mattel. And I was like... Ah. What song was it? I cannot remember. <laughs> Shit, I should have written it down. She was... A chilling rendition. She did fine. Well, my, my, mine are great to learn on because they're not hard and easy songs to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but, uh, the Midwest is lit. I would have never moved if I didn't want to do TV stuff. Yeah. I look at, I'm obsessed with uh, real estate and houses and buying stuff. And I'm always looking at real estate and houses in Milwaukee. My dream is to buy like one of the biggest houses in my neighborhood in Milwaukee and just be like that old weird gay. I want to get like black and white tasteful nudes mm-hmm. and like have 18 year old guys over. <laughs> I've been to parties like this in Milwaukee. Yeah. There's a guy who throws <laughs> yes, them yes, every yes, year yes. after Milwaukee Pride, and they're like, he was selling going his house, and I oh. was looking at it, and I was like, can I just... It there's like a murder ex- mystery mansion. It is, and there's expensive, uh, like, giant paintings, like, from top to bottom, like, fucking everywhere, and the guy is just a nightmare. He's not a nightmare. I just... He's, he's a, just, um... He's a nightmare. I don't know him enough, to be honest. I but went I, to these parties and was like, this is truly the darkest days. Is he like wandering around in a caftan with a tiny little white poodle or something? Oh my God. Were you, there? were you there when we were there with Kim and she had that fashion gay look on and she was in like thigh high <laughs> S&M boots with one of those, you know when gays wear those like Amish hats, the oh, big round yeah. Amish oh, hats? Oh uh, yeah, I ha- yeah, I have one. Yeah. yeah. She was like serving <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Poor thing. Um, all right. You got the next one? Mm-hmm. All right, Emma from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. If you didn't develop as a performer in the Chicago Milwaukee scene, what place would you want to, in quotes, grow up in? Oh, oh who Where knows? Do oh, I don't know. New York. It's also hard to say because now everything's so saturated compared to what it was. Could you be a New York? I feel like you could be a New York queen because it's all about grind. Yeah, I would and like you that. love the mm-hmm, hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like Bob. Like Bob used to do like eight shows a week, and now we're yeah. a night. I would love that. Yeah. I love shit like that. Like my new tour, growing up, I think we're doing five shows a week, mm-hmm. and um, th- that's enough for me. But I love five days a week. Like I'll work all the time. Yeah. People are always like, "Why do you? St- how do you do it?" I'm like, "Cause I'm not lazy like you and everybody." <laughs> I don't need like multiple we, days off a week. We are no. two very different people. <laughs> I don't. I love a day off. No, I can't handle it. I yeah. can't handle it. Be alone with your thoughts. No, thank you, please. Yeah. But even uh, my days off is still me doing like bullshit clerical stuff. So I guess I'm still technically working, mm-hmm. but like I just don't have the wig on. But just yeah. not physically being a drag. <laughs> love it. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would do. I guess New York. But it's, I mean, drag now. Let's say New York 10 years ago, because that's when I started. Mm. It was like 10 years ago. I mean, now there's 
45,000 drag queens. Yeah. And frankly, I think I'm too pragmatic. If I was a baby queen now, I'd be like, there's too many. I'm not doing this. I mean, I heart goes out to these kids these days. There's, it's rough. There's you have to be fucking good. Drag you have to be good to stick out. And I remember there was this article on like gay.com or something when I was a teenager that was like, things every gay guy should do in their lifetime. And one of them was like, do drag. And I was like, I disagree. I don't think we need to encourage everybody to go do drag. Not everybody needs to be an Olympic skater. Not everybody needs to be um, yeah. a mom. Yeah. Not everybody needs to be a drag queen. Like, yeah. There's there, there's like two gay bars, and there's one spotlight between the two of them. <laughs> like, we don't need more drag queens. You heard it here first, kids. Don't follow your dreams. Um, all right, shall I do the next one? <laughs> I'm going to skip that one. Okay. Uh, Drew Zilla from Greenville, South Carolina said, Hi, I hope you are well. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Thank you. Trixie, what are some new sounds, subjects, etc. that you're wanting to explore in the future? Uh, drag, music, cosmetics, endeavors. Uh, sound subjects? Yeah. What does that mean? So, uh, what kind of sounds are you looking to get into uh, for your music? Oh, you going to do a disco subjects. album? What are you, yeah. Well, my new record is like, a, it's like very 60s sugary, like radio beach pop. Mm -hmm. It's very fun, upbeat. Oh, I was just listening to the Beach Boys yesterday. Love and them. Oh, I love Beach Boys. Yeah. Especially knowing how deep and dark their behind the scenes shit was. Mm -hmm. Like he was like fully suicidal, writing all songs about like, we I love to go to the beach. Like, yeah, it's so dark when you listen to it. But yeah, sorry, cut you off. <laughs> I love like um past like year and a half. I love like um like uh Weezer, Phantoms mm -hmm. of Wayne, mm -hmm. the Go Go's, Blondie. So I've been listening to a lot more like sugary upbeat stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't know the 1975, do you? I think you would like them. I just here. I sent you. A, yeah, they were. I sent you a song. Um, or I told you about it. I don't know if I played it for you, but um, I think you would. Do a good job covering it. I don't. I think you would like them. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, they're good. The the, the new record is much more more um, like fun. I don't know. That is, I'm just like a happier person. Yeah. And also, this is like my fourth big tour. Not so like, I'm just now writing music that like now I'm thinking of music for the show. Like I want something to be upbeat and fun and like get the audience into it because people are always drunk at my shows and I'm like <laughs> drunk people just want like something they can like have one eye closed and like boogie too. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. I don't, and I, I like to write sad music, but I don't like to play it live. So then mm -hmm. I'm always like, well, then I show all covers. So when does that come out? Your new album? Um, we're, I just finished it two days ago. Oh, nice. So now it has to get mixed and mastered and all that. And it's supposed to be supposed to be submitted by January 1st. Cause I have to have it out before I go on tour. Wow. Congrats. It's a process. I'm excited. And I pay for all my records myself. Yeah. And the first two uh, didn't flop, so let's see if hopefully this one doesn't flop either. Because, I, again, I always put, like, a mental roadblock of, like, this is how much I spent, so I have to sell at least this many. Otherwise, yeah. you're one of those drag queens who is... Starting a GoFundMe so that you can... If you're doing a GoFundMe for, like, your fifth record, take the hint. Yeah. <laughs> Buy the album or Trixie will start. Right. Yeah. Please! And I think this one, this one's eight tracks, so it's it's two more than my last record, so it's longer. It's called Barbara? Yeah, Barbara. I have some of the, um, I'll show you guys preview some of the album art. Hey, sorry friends, you can't see this. You can't um, see it. It's special just for us. Let me see here. We're working on it now, but this is like one of the- <laughs> Trey runs up. <gasps> oh, super you fun. look demonic. I'm I like obsessed it. with that. <laughs> we, were, we were going between that and like the eyes. Yeah. Laser beams. But I yeah. Think do that. I like that. Like yeah. those freaky alien B-movie posters. Yeah, like weird 60s sci-fi beach fantasy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Cool. Nailed it. I think that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kathy uh, does this thing that pisses me off. I'll tell her a story and she'll go, Matt. I think that's really cool. <laughs> Did you say Matt? I hate you. <laughs> no, oh, she'll, God. No, she'll go, I think that's really cool. <laughs> and now I started using that on my boyfriend the other day. He was like, so he was like, oh, my God. When I was a kid, me and my dad and my sister went to see Once Upon a Mattress and we bought the CD and we used to listen to it all the time. And I was like, David, I think that story was really cool. <laughs> and he's like, shut up! <laughs> I love to just shit on people. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, all right, you got this one? Yeah, I do. Hannah from Sandy Hook, Connecticut. Drag what? name of the day. Hannah from Sandy Hook? Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. Oh, I got there eventually. We'll, we'll move on from that one. What is, your relationship, what is your relationship with your family look like since you started doing drag, and what does it look like now? Well, they used to be like... I don't think they knew much about it, because I think I was a lot more like... They don't need to know. Mm -hmm. I wasn't one of those people who was like, it's important to me that you see my show. Like, my mom didn't see me until Moving Parts like two years ago. Wow. Yeah. And even then, she saw it. I don't think she thought it was very funny. <laughs> I think she was just like, mm, I don't really get it. I'm not in the lifestyle. <gasps> yeah. Um, but she's not like anti-gay. She's yeah. just like, I, I, people were laughing. I guess you did it, but I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, but I mean, I don't know. I think there's something really healthy in your parents not showering you with like, you're the best. You're the yeah. best. Yeah. I think most people's parents are like that. Where they're like, oh no, my mom just like annoyingly supports me. <laughs> my mom's like, as long as you're making money and you like it, I'm so happy. But like, I don't need to know all of She's not going to my things. Yeah. I brought her on set for something me and Katya were doing, a TV thing. I got her asked to come on set. She couldn't have been more bored. <laughs> my mom's in like the country. She's a healthcare professional. And she was just flipping through a woman's world. Like, oh my God. Like, I didn't know this was going to be like nine hours. Oh <laughs> She's like so over it. <laughs> what about your sisters? Oh, same. Although one of my, my sister, Desiree, she is this, um, she's a little young girl who likes women. Oh. Yeah, and she's a welder, and she's like, that girl, nice. right? How yeah. old is she? Mm, 19. And I, she was like, I watch your YouTube show, and I was like, no, you don't. She's like, yes, I do. And I was like, prove it. And she goes, fuck Merry my pussy with a ring, mom. <laughs> oh. She goes, Merry Christmas time, happy <laughs> holidays. And I was like, oh my God, you do watch it. Wow. But that doesn't surprise me because my demographic is very young girls, mm -hmm. and she's a young girl. Although my sister's 21, and she's a makeup and hair like student beauty Oof. professional and I don't think she she watches me or anything yeah I think she finds it borderline annoying when people are like oh do their friends know yes and I think that's what they find uh, out yeah I mean that's like that I, would do it. I would imagine like having a sibling and you're like oh god I have to pay attention to my sibling even more like mm -hmm. well my brother's an attorney he's like five years older than me he'll call me like drunk and be like I'm with this girl and she doesn't believe me that I know you can you just say <laughs> hi Way to help your brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't buy, still doesn't buy tickets. Oh, wow. He's, I don't think, my brother's never seen me, and my brother's hilarious. I wish he would see me, because I think, but then again, we weren't like a family that went to things. We never saw bands, comedians, plays, mm. musicals, operas. Yeah. We never saw anything, so I think my brother should come. I think he would like the stand-up, at least. It does feel good, though, for, like, your family, or, or... Not even your family, like, you know someone who has maybe, like, discounted what you've done? Or someone that you know you, you, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't, like, need to necessarily, like, prove myself to them, but somewhere inside of you, you're like, 
I just want them to see me in my element and maybe right. it'll click with them that I'm a little cooler than what they might think I am. Right. And so they see you and then you see that moment of like, oh, I, okay, I yeah. see what you and do And then you're here. like, I know. It doesn't exist in their brain, but once they see it, it's like, oh, okay, you're making Because especially money. for older people, I think when you say drag, their mind goes to something sexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So they think it's about sex. SVU. They Whereas, think you're on SVU. Oh my God. My mom thought pl- that men were jacking off onto me in like right. CD bars and I was like, you're half right, mom. You're like, they're right. women. Thank yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and I'm turning off onto them. them. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I just uh, I just wanted my mom to see me because I thought like if she saw me in the context of a show, mm-hmm. she would be like, "This is cool." Yeah, because it doesn't drag doesn't sound cool unless you've been. Yeah, I was just the other. This is not like a name drop. It's three days ago, I was with Cameron Diaz at a bar. What the she'd fuck? Never been to a drag show. This is not a name drop. Are you this friends with Cameron Diaz? So I guess now. <laughs> well, I'm friends with Orville, and Orville is oh friends with God. Cameron. What the fuck? Because Cameron likes Orville's music, so he was like, Cameron wow. loves. He said like, Cameron's a big fan of yours. Come to this bar, so I did, and she... Cameron started watching Drag Race on a plane. And within like three months, she binged like eight seasons. And her <laughs> oh. husband, Benji Madden from um, oh, Charlotte, yeah. was like, yeah, it's her religion. It's like all she talks about now. But she had never <laughs> been to a drag show. So like, I guess my point is, yeah. until you go to a drag show and see it for real, you, it's really hard to imagine what it's going to be. I want Cameron Diaz on Drag Race. That's what I said. She, she, she could probably text someone, can I judge? Yeah. yeah. And they'd be like, RuPaul, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But like imagine, imagine if they did like Charlie's Angels acting challenge and had oh my Cameron God. and that Drew. Would be so good. But Drew has a makeup line to promote. She should totally. Yeah, that's true. She does. Flower Beauty. Oh my God! I just rewatched the original movie the other day, and I was just like, "Why does no one remember how amazing this is? Yeah. It's just crazy goodness." I actually just saw the new one. It's it so, flopped hard, yeah. but the, I actually liked it. But yeah, the old like, ones were great because they were very drag, and that it like yes. They cool. never got dirty, but they were constantly. Yes. It was so campy. There yeah. was so much innuendo. And it didn't feel exploitative as much as it felt like femme fatale, which mm-hmm. is more like a power move yes. rather than like slutty. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. And the use of like wigs and costumes, they <laughs> always looked campier than sexy. Right. Yes. Which is fun. Yeah. The new one has lots of wigs in that shit too. Lots of like random reasons that they're in like, you know. Kristen Stewart, lesbian icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she a lesbian? Yes. But even if she wasn't, lesbians love her. Yeah. I thought she was bisexual. I mean, she might be, but she also was came out on SNL and was like, I'm so gay, dude. And everybody was like, what? Oh, so, I don't know this. Perhaps she likes all The girls all things. at home were like, I, I knew it. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's, a hot, she's a very beautiful woman. I felt vindicated. <laughs> vindicated. She wouldn't be over in The Runaways. Yes. She's so great in that movie. Oh, she's incredible. I don't know it. Oh, you got Watch Big Jack Energy, that movie. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I'm gonna skip that one. Okay. Uh Suniva from Bergen, Norway. What is your favorite Christmas memory? Ooh. I like one. Oh, that's sweet. Um, I was really young, let's say kindergarten, first grade, and my mom brought us uh, a Sega Genesis, which I knew even then was like way more money than she could afford or, mm-hmm. we, should, or we should all. So I remember being like, we're poor. How do we have this rich kid toy right now? Right? <laughs> my mind was blown. Yeah. And we probably played that for, we probably used a Sega Genesis for 10 years. Oh, yeah. So obviously we got miles out of it. Because, you know, a lot of those older games, they don't really, the fun of it doesn't really expire like Mortal yeah. Kombat something like that oh sorry how dare you sorry but like when you're really poor and your mom really pulls a trick like that yeah. you're like you are some kind of hoe for doing that mm-hmm. 
We always had like pretty good Christmases, but I remember the one after the hurricane, which, oh my I, and God. then I realized that we were poor all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like my mom giving me like designer imposter colognes and like body, and body spray. Right. Yeah. And like socks. And like, she was wow. like, it's a slim Christmas this year. And that was the year I realized that we were poor now. Yeah. But my we mom still poor. gets me like Axe body spray. And I'm like, work diva, thank you. Or like, <laughs> I have that family where like, I mentioned once in college that I like the TV show The Office. So now forever right. I get The Office paraphernalia. Yeah. What are you doing for Christmas? Um, I fl- I'm going home up north and I rented a house for like five days by my mom's house, like a bigger house. Nice. So that everybody can come stay. Aww. Those my are mom such a good trailer. Mm-hmm. So like, if I'm going to go, I'm going to sleep on the Florida trailer. It's like, <clears> yeah. there's no more- So there I stayed at a hotel. Or yeah. rent a place big enough for everybody to come. That's really cool. That's sweet. I love that. Yeah. Whole family comes over. Yeah, my brother's coming, my, and then we'll buy groceries and all that. I mean, we mm-hmm. won't have a tree, but we'll have presents and stuff. To get a tree. I guess. For yeah. like five days. Get, yeah. a, get a little fake tree. You know Something what, though, to just do It's an Airbnb. It. Maybe they have a tree set up. Yeah. Ask them. Request a Christmas you tree. Just get a little tiny one for like 20 bucks. At, just something. Make it feel like Christmas. I guess it's the woods. I could cut something down. We used to you cut down could. our own tree. Really? Yeah, and sometimes you pull it in, there'd be animals in it. Yep. Ooh. Or those, you know those little nubbins that are full of dragonfly eggs? Oh, that are like no. hiding your Christmas trees? Look out, kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> they look like little dragon eggs, but you have to like pull them off and put them in your garden because otherwise they'll explode and there'll be baby dragonflies all in your house. Whoa. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Depends how shitty the kids are. Right. <laughs> I live on a houseboat. Uh, <laughs> a few days ago, I did a Toys for Tots event in Atlanta, and they raised over $100,000 for Holy the children. Holy shit. This was last night? I guess wow. last night. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it was fun. It was me and Monet. And we, I mean, we worked for like peanuts, but we tried to really drum them up. And yeah. we were walking up to people with microphones being like, I know you donated $20, but I know you got more than that. Yeah. Like, just yelling at yes. these people. Fucking works. It's like gays from Atlanta in really nice suits. I'm like, you don't have kids. Although some of the presents they brought, I was like, some of these people brought like, Xboxes. I'm like, you better hope that kid also gets a TV. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, think it oh man. What a like when Oprah gave everyone uh, cars and then and fridges. And then she gave people fridges. And they all had to like pay, pay the for taxes the taxes on, on the yep. cars and they were like, well, fuck off. Yep. Yeah. And then you sell the car immediately. Yeah. Oprah, Oprah also gave people fridges with a TV in it that you could only have. It was so uniquely sized that. You also had to have it in the corner of the room where it was hooked up to plumbing. Oh my god! Didn't really think it through. No. It's a like, go practical Oprah. Although, do you guys, do you guys believe that the Oprah's favorite thing list is real, or do people pay to be on it? I don't think it's real. I think it's um. I, I think a, it started out real, I, and now yeah. it's fake. Because I just saw a clip of her being like Lady Gaga being like, "I can't believe House Labs is on your list," and I'm sort of like, "But I don't know. You can believe it because you probably yeah. secured the bag, sis." Yeah. But then again, you know, like Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> Yeah, mirror company. Mm-hmm. I know the woman who um, invented that, and she was like delighted and pleased and moved that she got to be a part That's of it. Good. So I think maybe some of it is really she picks it. That yeah. just means somebody on the staff was like, "This mirror is really cool, and we need a spot to fill." Yeah, I love. Fam- I would love to get famous enough to do like a oh. like a drag queen's like favorite things. Fuck, thing. do it. That's fucking cool. You like, should do like it. all products that I have no personal. Like I'm yeah. not gonna get paid for it. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, people like that. People like a curated list. Like, because mm-hmm. people trust your, you know. Yeah. Totally. If they know you're not scamming them. Especially if I'm like, like transparently mm, getting no money. Tummy from. tea, my favorite thing for the holidays. <laughs> oh. Hashtag ad. Yes. Oh, I know. Me, our holiday episode, I think we did Manscaped and Audible. Work demo. But you know what? I always tell <laughs> when it comes to sponsorships, I suggest something and then we pick something. So, like, 
Audible, it was like, well, we wrote, we wrote a book, me and Katya. Yeah, let's do sense. Audible. Yeah. By the way, we have to record our audiobook soon. Oh, hey. that's the most fun part. I don't know. It's going to take a Alone month. screaming in a, into a book. That sounds fun. That I sounds think Katya's fun. sections are a little longer than mine, so her work's more cut out for her. By the way, if you ever thought she was crazy, would you read this book? I've, I'm yes. so ready. Her segments, you guys. <laughs> it actually, like, they, they freak me out, the way her link is so much. Because I've gotten to read all her sections, and I'm like, you have something wrong with you <laughs> but she writes about like the occult and stuff like oh there's a section on hike of haikus about getting your period <laughs> respect i feel so i just yeah. felt something in my heart just then but also like if there's <laughs> a chapter on twitch. drugs and if you want to learn about drugs read katya's drug chapter because it's oh, neither nice. negative or positive it's like just the informative facts with comedy attached yeah doesn't make it sound glamorous but she also just like Okay, this will do this, and this will do this, but you don't want this because, you know. This is her million little pieces. <laughs> yes. Right. And then I did the alcohol chapter. Oh. Because she never drank, not even when she was, like, using. She doesn't huh. drinking. Wow. When I'm from the Midwest, I was like, I got this. Yeah, you have right. to. You have to. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing market <laughs> research. We used to work for right. a <laughs> And right. I currently am in a Sky Vodka ad. I think I yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got this? I do. Ooh, Katarina Anna Marina Sassafrina from Chicago. I think Lord we know help that. us. Yes, yes. All right, Kat. I think we know the theater kid that says. Hi, Trixie. How long have you been writing music? Do you have a process for songwriting when you begin a new album or project? And do some parts come easier than others? Honestly, I'd love to hear anything that's interesting for you to talk about. Sending love. Kat's writing an album and needs Kat's help. Kat's ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I've been, I always catch her performances of um, She Plays With the Guitar. Discord. Uh huh. And those are very compelling. Dame Judy. They're great. Yeah, they. We've been having them at Cherry Bomb all the time. Yeah, cats. Yeah, Cherry Bomb. Yeah, that's one of cats. I love aggressive rock music. Girl screaming. Yeah, I love like the Donnas is one of my all-time favorite bands. Oh, nice. And they only did a few records for the but I love that. It feels so different in the club. I say there's something like you can hear any type of like sing-along music and see like a drag queen performing it, but to hear a live guitar and live vocals in the club it's just mm-hmm. everyone's eyes immediately go especially to it especially rock music it's yeah just, it's, I mean it's, it's so sexual her like guttural yeah it's like sexual but it's still like it's just like aggressive well that's yeah. why they didn't want women to do rock music because rock it's music true. is sexy and they don't want women to be sexy yeah. true story um, but what do I do you know what's funny this isn't relatable content I write every song linear top to bottom I start with the wow. first sentence and I end with the last sentence and I write it in, in line and all my songs um, write in like 10 or 15 minutes I'll get in the mood and spit it all out, and I really don't edit it too much, and then that's it. Wow. The other day we were just finishing the record, and I was like, oh God, I'm like one verse away. And there was something about the time crunch that I just sat down, I was like, that's it, that's the song, great. Mm-hmm. But I mean, also, I, there's no classes on it, no one teaches you, I don't, I don't know how you teach writing music, because there's really no right or wrong. Yeah. If people are buying it, you can't be doing that bad. Mariah Carey wrote, all I want for Christmas is you in an hour and a half. Yeah. I believe it. It just hit number one for the first time ever. That's crazy to me. <laughs> it did. 19 years later or something. Yeah, it's number one on Billboard oh, right now. Wow. First time. Did she really write it? Yep. In an hour and a half. Isn't that crazy? It's a great song. It's yeah. one of the greatest songs, like Christmas or otherwise. Remember just... being young and gay and being like, what is this magical Christmas the song? The first time I heard it on the radio, I was in the car with in my dad's truck, and I was like... What is this? It's like crazy Holy shock game. and awe. It just comes at you like a wave. And no matter when you hear it, it just kind of takes you over. Yeah. My first like gay, remember being like too young to control the radio and hearing a song and being like, I know I'm not supposed to love this song. <laughs> Ace of Base, The Sign. I remember oh, being a kid, yeah. like driving home from my with my mom from like work or something and being like, this song, mm-hmm. wig, bitch. Oh my God. Whenever, wherever, Shakira. 
oh, in the really? car with my mom. Oh man, that song like takes me over. You can't tell me shit when that song. <laughs> like I am Shakira in that moment. I and I was in like eighth grade and I was like, oh fuck yeah, I love Shakira. Um, come to my window, Melissa Etheridge. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so Melissa good. fucking Etheridge. Yeah. I was in the backseat oh. just like. It is an incredible album. I learned it's to play so guitar good. on that album. It's, She's amazing. I remember She's hearing Indigo Girls on the radio. Indigo Girls. Hey Lord. Jealousy, or no? Hey. No. Oh no, Hey Jealousy was. No, a... not Hey Jealousy. Hey, um, no, I'm gonna get it wrong, but I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> but yes, later. Indigo Girls are amazing. Yeah. I think the best tip is, um, let's say you want to write something. I think the best tip is to think of your brand like a blender, and whatever you throw into mm. it is gonna come out at some point. So like, if you have a vision for what kind of music you want to make. You have to li- I think you have to kind of listen to that kind of music to, to help generate it. I think that's true. So like I had this vision for this like '60s beachy album, and so I switched. I threw out all the country shit I listened to. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Galileo, closer to fine. Closer to fine. Closer to fine was the. That's like the one. I'm, there's another one though. I'm gonna find it. You should. Hey, jealousy, someone else. Okay. Um, my window. There's that lyric. Oh. What do they know about this love anyway? And she's like, obviously, that whole album, Yes I Am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her voice, oh my God. Yeah. I'll cry. Her there's voice is so there's good. just nobody like her. My first CD was Amy Grant. Amy Grant. Amy Grant. Um, take a little time sometime. Uh, she was like a Christian crossover artist, but like my mom had it, and I was just like, Drag name Christian crossover artist. <laughs> Christian crossover Christian cross artist. Uh. <laughs> she was just like a girl singing, so I liked it. That, and my mom had like Jagged Little Pill. Yeah, uh, of course. Jagged TV. Little Pill is gonna be a, a is a, mm-hmm. a it's musical. A, it's a musical already, yeah. and, and then a, she's going on tour to coincide with the national tour of a musical, which with is With Liz Fair. Liz it's, fucking Fair. She's going on tour Icon. with Liz Fair. The 90s are coming back. Yeah. Extraordinary Liz Fair. Um, um, my first my first CD was Smash Mouth plus Shu Bang, mm. oh. and I stand by that. Yep. I was talking to my my producer, my music producer, and you know he went to like Berkeley for songwriting, and he wow. was like, he's like people reference, um like, Smash Mouth and songwriting all the time because they're like masters of pop yeah. music. I mean, yeah. Have, like All Star, like Walking on the Sun, those songs will yeah. never die, especially they since they're written like retro him. style. Yeah. They are kind of timeless because yeah. they don't sound '90s. They sound 60s, 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They sound like they should be on a beach playing at like some surf party for sure. Yeah. I think they did. Weren't they in a movie where they played? Yeah. Were they? Yeah, they Something. played like the band in a movie. Because remember at that time before the internet, if you got to be the band in a movie, that yeah, was, it was a huge big deal. Break. Yeah. The Donnas were in Jawbreaker and that was like a huge deal. Yeah, they were. Who was in um, Not Another Teen Movie? Oh, uh, was it um, Good Charlotte? Oh, I don't remember. The internet will tell us. Um, Talk amongst yourselves. Or, or do you remember like TV shows? Like if you got to have, if you got to play at P3 on Charmed, that was like a huge deal for you. <laughs> oh. or, like, or the OC when like Rooney was on. They're like, we're yeah. going to the Rooney concert. Yeah. <laughs> or um, who else? It was Good Charlotte. It was Good Charlotte. It was. Ding. They are also masters. We have received it. Do we have a champagne list? Okay. Um, all right. We have two more. It's going uh, by so fast. I know. Wow. I got shit to do. Wild ride. Uh, Nancy from Minneapolis says, what three things would you say were most important in successfully marketing uh, your uh, art and branding yourself pre and post drag race? Wow. Um, <clears throat> well, you were, you, I will say you were one of the most well-branded queens going into the show because uh, even like considering like how things went down on your first time, like everyone was convinced that you were in the top three just because when you came back, you just immediately started 
putting stuff out. I mean, I think you were always yeah, putting stuff just, out and there was no, it didn't seem like you had anything to hide. Like you were just like, this is me constantly. You were always putting out merch and stuff before some of the other girls even had websites or mm. stuff like that. Yeah. I just think for better or for worse, you just like can't tell me shit. Yeah. <laughs> and which means I'm also the person has to learn the hard way a lot of the times when something people like, see, I told you it wasn't the idea, but I think I just, because I'm modeling the look after a lot of children's favorite toys, like Polly Pocket and Barbie and My Little mm -hmm. Pony, I knew that was like my in. Mm. Because it's the same reason people like Wicked. They're afraid to spend money on a new musical, but they'll buy a ticket to a musical that they know they really love The Wizard of Oz. Right. Mm -hmm. So with Trixie, people all have a relationship with, everyone has a Barbie story. So like, people who know, like they recognize the proportions in the blonde and the pink, and they're like, oh, I kind of get what's being referenced here. Mm -hmm. And then like, because of... I don't know. I just, I just kept pushing it with, it's an easy thing to brand, yeah. you know, like it's an easy thing. I'm basically parodying our favorite children's toys with yeah. these products. Like for the grown up tour, I have this shirt I'm working on and it's a ringer tee and it's the Play-Doh logo, but it says Trixie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, well, there's always room for us to, like I had a, my little, I had like a Polly Pocket shirt last year that says Gay Legend. Yep. Um, I'm just always looking for new ways to do that. Yeah. For a while I was working on a, a like a, like a gigapet of Trixie that you could feed and stuff. Fuck off. But it was hard. It was taking, a long, sure. taking a long time. Wow, that's a good idea. Because you have to kind of like, you either have to do like a stock little monster or, but I was like, no, I want it to be like a dot that grows a bow on its head and becomes mm -hmm. like a drag queen. <laughs> and that takes longer to develop custom software. Yeah. But I'm always trying to do shit like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. I don't know. I just think, I also think, I mean, maybe this hasn't aged well. Anthony DeFiore was my manager five years ago probably for about six months but what he said to me was all right for the next like three years you got to wear blonde and pink all the time mm -hmm. well and i was just like that is a smart idea because sometimes being an incredible drag queen chameleon is actually a hindrance yeah because people don't know who you are yeah yeah think of people like fifi who can turn into anything you never what's fifi's like normal form you know what i mean like what does she look like on a day where it's just fifi right True. yeah i picture her out of drag yeah. Remember when people used to tell Kim, I love your geisha makeup? Oh my we God. talked about this the last time we were here. Yes, I remember this. People are. It's. Remember when people would be like. They just. Kim no matter what she was wearing. Because she would do out of the box makeup and they just like would always say geisha, which was so offensive. People also think Kim and I look alike, which I'm like, what? Oh, it's just like. Because they don't understand. Because we both makeup. have big heads. Right. <laughs> I mean, six foot tall. No, no one rivals that head. <laughs> Remember the first time she sent in her head measurements to her hat guy and he asked her if she accidentally sent her waist? Oh my God. <laughs> her head is two inches larger than Naomi's waist her measurement. Her head is third rock from the sun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I think we should skip that one because we already answered it. Do you want us to do the finale? Oh, yeah. The sure. finale. Sure, the finale. <sighs> also, you know, champagne. Do I have it? Um, do oh. we need a refill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Let's mean, do you're a barely refill. even drinking yours, Diva. Here, go ahead. You guys have a photo shoot? Yeah. Yeah, but it's just us. It's just us. Are you guys getting drag or no? <laughs> yep. We'll get I brought all my drag with me. You're welcome to stay here and chill. We're just painting here. Yeah. I mean, it's up to you. I probably will. You should come to the show tonight. Yeah, I would love that. I had a great time last time. That show was fun. I mean, even though I moved, I really keep up with. Anytime I'm scrolling and it's like you or Chan and anybody's posting, Chan. when I recognize Berlin, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I always stop and watch at least 30 seconds. That shit has been going viral lately. Like, especially the plot twist ones. Like, it has been really nice. Like, the what? drag queen who pushed that woman. Oh, <gasps> the we... drag queen who pushed that woman. People I was are, like, people okay. Are, people are starting to, like, talk about it online. What do we yeah, think about it? Yeah, they're taking sides for you sure. You know what? I'm just going to go out there. Everybody, you can fight me, burn my house down. 
I love that video. And I've wanted to push someone that many times. I mean, yeah. you shouldn't jump on stage. I looked in the comments and it said, someone who was there said the woman had been told several times to sit the fuck down. She kept doing it. Yeah. And that is all I needed to enjoy it. Yes. I do not think that pushing people is great. Have I pulled someone off stage by their ponytail? Maybe I have. But, uh... Well, she was seriously Fully injured. pushing. Was, was she? she? Yeah, she, uh... She severed her spine, but luckily they pushed no. her right into a wheelchair. So Bye. she shut up. <laughs> she just no. rolled out of there. She was Wah. like, fine. I will say, like, watching it from a point of view of anyone who's ever had just some white lady come up on stage and just help herself. It's always I, the white lady. Yeah. I would uh, love to just push her. I mean, it just felt like something I wanted to do. Like, yeah. I was watching it going, ah, yes, I can feel yeah. the sensation. But I, would, I wouldn't push her. Brain. And sometimes I, I think, like, is it our responsibility as a host or MC to sort of, like, Start the show with champagne room rules, like remind people of boundaries. I think so. I think it is yep. true. So we I don't know so. the context of that show, but That's true. especially when your show was first starting, I know you always let people know what was going on. No. Because oh, I'm going to tell you this the person who jumps on stage is never a drag show veteran. It's no. always like a first time lady who yeah. probably doesn't understand. Maybe it's just so fun that it's sort of like they ran into a parade. Yeah, yeah. And they want to dance in the parade. And they don't. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, and no one's like told I mean, that, them how that to. Drag queen pushed. Yeah, her. she got shoved. And did you see the lady who you can see her turn and she's like... I would have never pushed someone like that. Ever. I wouldn't, but I would say it really... It like, was satisfying. It, it was satisfying just knowing that she had been told several times. Like, it was the first... If the lady just got up, like, okay. Yeah, but, yeah, then that would have been a major overreaction. Yeah. Like I just say this as retail, someone who has been in that situation. If you were to reach out and you saw a viral video of someone walking out, you would love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you've, you've fantasized about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, I fantasized about getting someone together... Right. Naomi had that great video recently. Yeah. Oh yeah, where she was just like, "No, baby, no, get off of that me." That keeps that's happened her multiple times, maybe. There's another time when she was like, "Have you?" Had, she's like, "Remember?" She was like, "Yeah, Have a little bit to drink tonight." Yeah. 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 Don't get up on stage. That. Mm. You ever see the one of Courtney act? That girl been like, yep. "This is my show." Yeah. Yep. Or when, you got it. when Jinx says like this. Uh, everything here is written and you're not a character something like oh that. that's great yeah <laughs> i love that it was at the christmas show and her line was this is a scripted show and you don't have any lines yeah uh, that's a good one ben de la Creme, i saw her show um ready to be committed in p-town it was mm-hmm. great of course ben's shows are like the yeah. most flagrant demonstration of talent that like makes you want to quit drag. wild yeah quit drag but she um there she was doing this section about loud bachelorettes she was doing a section about it in the show and then this loud bachelorette was screaming. Oh my and Ben God. stops the shows and goes, it's not about you. And then everyone laughs and then Ben goes, oh, it technically is about you. Yeah, yeah. Because she's yeah. doing jokes about That's her. Funny. It was so, so funny. Crazy smart. Yeah, we just saw their Christmas show. It was fucking great. They were so good. They're, the singing, the dancing, the jokes. They look great. The costumes. Their, their Christmas show last year was the hardest I've ever laughed at a Christmas show. Same. It's like, if you did this all year, I would still go. Jinx is one of the most charismatic performers I feel like I've ever yeah. seen, like, she she can she hits on every level like she's a great singer like she can you know dance and there's always Nails reveals on, smells good like she does the head to toe yeah. yeah and she's just really fun to watch and playing off of Ben especially like they and they have a great relationship like yeah a good stage relationship yeah they're fucking great yeah especially Ben as like the goody goody who's earnestly trying to learn something yeah for mm-hmm. a show and then Jinx as like the tag along sort of. Sort of Karen Walker. Yeah. Yeah. But like dumber and Jewish. Yeah. For a holiday event is always yeah. funny because in their Christmas shows, she's like the Jewish tag along in the Christmas show. Yeah. Which yeah. is a very funny angle. Yeah. They're great. 
like All right, last one. Yeah, but first we should thank the people that got us drunk for this oh, episode. Oh, yes. We should thank our champagne sponsors, Eric Huang, Colby Woods, Alex Miller, Drizilla LaFay, oh my, Arthurian legends, Megan Curran, Casey Wagner, Allison Zimmerman, Damaged Bottom, keeping us drunk every single week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason Giorgio, Will Bichelle, Davis King, Colin Thompson, if you too would like to yeah, sponsor how do I donate? How do, well, let me tell you, Trixie. You donate on Venmo at the T Podcast. The T Podcast. Mm-hmm. We can donate whatever amount. Yeah. Indeed. Wow. Upwards <laughs> of $3 million. Give us right. all your 100000 um, but then right. there's the last question. Oh yeah. Do you want to do it? Sure. Um, Alice from Cardiff, Wales said, "If Trixie were to collab with Mattel, what would her dream product be to be create? Also, uh, would you consider coming to the UK and recording episodes with UK queens? Oh, yeah. Why not? Sure. Oh, somebody, somebody, somebody right fly there. us out. Yes, there. I'll be right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would we consider getting booked over there? Yes, we would. Yes, please have us. <laughs> please have us over to the UK. You could go, and if you got a London booking, you could do like a week long of them and burn out like two a day or something. Yeah, I, I think we'll end up doing live stuff again. Yeah, I miss it a little. Yeah, I want to. Or do like it. when now if they do a Chicago drag con, you can just pimp people out the whole week. That would be great. <laughs> you know, that's Ideal what they do in New York. They make people film with them all week. And right. Um, um, what I could do a Mattel product. Well, mm-hmm. God. I mean, I know I make jokes about it, but I've read no short of. 10 nonfiction books about the history of Mattel and like all of its projects and everyone who's ever worked there. And I watched that Barbie documentary. Yeah, it's great. Tiny Shoulders, yeah. mm-hmm. The Toys of Us, all those. I would want to do, I mean, this would be like a lifelong dream. If like, you know, usually when you've accomplished something, you've really done something. A few times a year, Mattel will like make like, like they made a doll for like the first female astronauts. Ellie mm-hmm. Ride, I think she's next year. Or like they usually make like women in history, impactful yeah. women in history. So it'd be great someday when I'm like a fifty seven thousand year old drag queen if they did like a <laughs> trailer park Trixie Barbie. Doll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um because they're increasingly more on the right side of history. Like they just did the, the um, Creative World dolls. Is that the non binary yeah. ones? Yeah. yeah. I bought I just did a video for my YouTube channel. I bought like <clears throat> all five of them and they were they're beautiful. Yeah. Imagine if you were a kid. It it alleviates the you don't have to have any of those conversations because your kids won't have questions. I yeah. can't because even because they'll accept anything they see. Yeah. Because clothes to them is just clothes. I get so excited when I think about kids that live in this like people don't even come out coming. Yeah. They don't have it's to. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Come, coming out day is, is gonna like go away. It's gonna be old people being like coming God, out day. I, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Back in my day, coming out day was the day your mom discovered the history on your internet browser. <laughs> okay. That was coming out day. <laughs> the reckoning. Um, yeah, my my friends have a um, a kid who is starting to, he's a little boy who's starting to wear nail polish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're letting him and they're encouraging it, wearing dresses and stuff. And um, and he goes to school and like kids said something about it and he's like yeah I told him I'm allowed to do whatever I want yeah like if, if and the kids now have not only are allowed to and encouraged to do this but also have the language yeah. and also are living in more of an, a, a time period where like bullying isn't cool bullying is not cool anymore You're and not cool and to stand up to the bullies is actually cooler like mm-hmm. I look back none of that would have existed but I feel like the entire universe has shifted for like yeah. in middle school and stuff I'm sure it's still fucking hell because that's middle it's school. Puberty. Yeah, but I mean, for this little kid to have the language to just be like, "Fuck off, guys! I'll paint my nails if I want." What's your problem? Wild to me. Yeah, and if your kid knows who they are earlier than other kids, 
you have, no, that's something to nurture, not yeah. disciple. You know. Tiff, do you know Tiffany Diamond? She's a drag queen. Um, oh, Tiffy. She is a uh, illustrator. She also is a tattoo artist. Um, but she illustrated a book called. Uh, uh, fuck. I'm looking it up. It's his, fine. His boy name is Joshua Hines. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called except except when they aren't or something, and it's about like boys like blue things except when they don't. I think it's except when they don't or girls like this except when they don't. It's a whole children's book. I'm getting it for. This I was at this kid. toy drive yesterday, and I was like, some of these fucking trucks better be going to girls. And some of these dolls better be going to boys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These better not be boy-girl presents. Yeah. Because that's not something we can no. have happen. And then Except again, for a toy don't. drive, pick something neutral. Yeah. D you know, don't go one way or the other. It's called Except When They Don't, right? I believe so. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm going to get that for the kid. I just love it. That's awesome. The, the idea that I get to like be in a kid's life and be like gay uncle type of thing. Like get to, you know, be like... I didn't have anyone gay growing up, like, to just be there and not even, like, explain things to you, but just be, like, gay and around. Well, you know? that's, again, the toys that kids have now, it's better. Yeah. Like, it's not your responsibility to, let's say you have a, a petite, uh, fair-skinned daughter. It's not your responsibility to buy her a petite, fair-skinned doll. It's your responsibility to make sure she has all different types of characters yeah. to play with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's the real world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, when you look at the way toys sell, though, it's crazy. Like, in Mexico, the blonde white dolls are still this, the number one seller. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can provide the toys of all different shapes and sizes. You just have to, it counts on the parents to really make the calls on what they think their kids need to know about. Yeah, yeah. it needs backup. It yeah. It needs reinforcement. All right, I think that brings us to the end. It does. Oh, let me plug my little tours, okay? Yeah. yeah. Your little tour. Well, this, well, moving parts, I did 60. So this tour, I'm with AEG, and I'm doing Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Boulder, Kansas City, Detroit, Cleveland, Columbus, Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Albany, Portland, Boston, New York, Philly, Philly Washington, um, D.C., um, oh my God, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Atlanta, New Orleans, Houston, Austin, Dallas, Phoenix, Los Angeles, and San Diego. I think Toronto's sold out already, but the rest of those, nice. please come. Well, when it's you're, crazy. When you're here, I'd love to do like a ticket giveaway or something like that. Like, I would love we, that. We just did it for Jinx and Dela. We do it for like Broadway in Chicago and stuff. Like if we can, whatever well, I can do, do like to help get the word out. Like, like, uh, uh, like um, at the theater. Like, That'd be so fun. We can do something. Behind the curtain, whatever. Yeah. Let's do it. It's crazy. The show has like 12 costumes. I love that you're there's going a full share on this one. There's a band? Drummer, there's guitar, and oh. Yeah, there's like eight songs in the show. Normally my shows are just a couple songs. So for this time we're doing 50-50. It's like jokes and music, 50-50. Mm -hmm. There's like four wigs. Wow. It's nuts. The, there's video. It's it's like the most I've done. Nice. It's driving me That's absolutely incredible. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's expensive to produce. When does it start? It opens with a cartoon. Animation ah. is so expensive to make. Oh, okay. Skinny Legend had a cartoon, and I was like, I loved having that. Yeah. It opens February 5th in Seattle. And it's only a two-month run because it's 29 North American cities, and then yeah. so if you miss it, you miss it. Wow. Well, that brings us well, to the end. Officially, well, it's over. Um, <laughs> uh, where can they find you on social media? I'm everywhere at Trixie Mattel, and please um, shop Trixie Cosmetics for holiday. Uh, I am T Rex in Chicago on Instagram and Twitter. Also, you can uh, see me at Drag Matinee every Saturday at Berlin and at Roscoe's all the fucking time, and in Dicks. Uh, or in Milwaukee at Dick's once a month or every third Friday I have one more thing yeah oh the um, the soundtrack to my documentary comes out the 20th oh. I played all the music oh. from the movie oh, and nice. it all comes out in an album on the 20th. nice yeah. oh look forward to that and if I don't mention it my producer will kill me well <laughs> you live to fight another day my friend yes
I am lucky.stiff on Instagram. I'm luckystiff2, that's the number two, on Twitter. And I am floating in the wind. So <laughs> come and find me on the interwebs and see where I'm at. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. Thank you for being here, Mr. Moray. It's hard to get a following with this stuff, so you guys should be really proud of yourself. I'm Thank very you. thankful, and I'm very thankful for you, because like oh, the first time you were on our episode, it gave us a really big jump, and mm. after that, we've been rising. Like, it's great. It's, it's been a good... That means people are coming been, and not leaving. Yeah. Yes, which well, is we haven't scared thing. them away yet. Well, Chicago's a great city for podcasts, because the commute... <laughs> It's like a lot of people live like a full hour outside the city. Yeah, that's town. true. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you for being here and um, for everything you do. Now, let's sing <laughs> Kumbaya. All right. God bless you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us on your commute. Uh, uh, give us a thumbs up on <laughs> on uh, 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 Spotify and um, uh, uh, Apple and um, all the things. Man, you're a superstar. <laughs> Did you know that? All right, we're good. We're doing great. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>